Okay, so today's daf is Shabbos daf Tzadi Aleph. We are on Tzadi Amabez, the Mishnah. So the Mishnah here, the new parak, parak Hamatzniah, goes into the continues the conversation we had regarding what is the minimum size of for Hitzah on Shabbos. We always have Shi'urim when it comes to violating a Surim Daraisa, when a person eats Chalev, so the minimum size is a Kazayas. When you carry on Shabbos, it has to be something that's considered Chashev. So, we typically have, you know, we can make a chart of various categories. When it comes to food, we know Kregeres. When it comes to other things, the typical use. However, this parak goes into what if someone on their own decides to give Chashivas to something that's a little less, smaller than the typical use. So that is called Someone for him, matzniah means to set it aside, to store it. So by you storing it, you showed, you know, to borrow the term achshave, you're giving it chashivas. So for you, that would be considered caring. So let's see the mission. Let's jump in. Salim Abayz. A few lines from the bottom of the new parak. Hamatzni Lazara, someone who puts things away. Lazara for seeds, a dugma, where he puts material away for a sample, so it's very small. Or Villarafua, or a small use for medicine. Voitziel b'Shabbos, and you carry that out on Shabbos. Chai b'Kolshu, you're chai for any amount. Any small amount would make you violate Hoitza on Shabbos. Now, what about everyone else? Ain chai elikishyur. The only chai for the classic shear. Go back to the previous few prokim and figure out what's the minimum size for carrying this type of object. Next, Chazer Vechni. So let's say this person, as Rashi explains, he originally took it out for a specific use, let's say to plant. Then he decided, you know what? I'm not planting one seed, forget it. So then, and then he brings it back. He brings it back to his house on Shabbos Vechni. And at that point, he no longer considers it Chashev. So the Mishnah says, Ain a Chayev, you are not Chayev Ella. Kishi Uri. Only Chayev, the standard shear of Hoytzan Shabbos, and not your special Achshev shear. Okay, so comes the Gemara. The Gemara says like this. Why do you have to say that someone specifically stored it? Why do you have to store it for? Just say, someone who took out a seed in order to plant it. Or he considers this seed good enough for planting. Listening, Hamoiti Lazara, Dogma, he took something out for a sample, Villa Rafua, and he took it out for Rafua. Why do you have to get into that first? He stored it, and then he took it out to say, someone who took it out for a specific reason. Chayev Bakoshu should be Chayev for any small amount. So comes the Gemara, Marabaya, Hachab, Mayaskin, first, he stored it away. And then, Vishachach, Lama Hitznia. Then he didn't realize in his pocket or whatever the case is. He doesn't know. He's like, why did I hear about this, you know, one seed? Okay, I guess I heard about it. And then he takes it out. He takes it out without any specific intention. So what should the halacha be? I would have thought to say, Okay, he, he obviously doesn't remember what he had in mind originally, so it no longer should be considered achshavet. And what's the minimum size for seeds? Go, go to the chart. Look in Shulchan Aruch. What's the minimum size? You don't have to keep, think about what this person's original intention is. Comes our Mishnah. Mishnah tells us as long as he was Matzniah, once he actually stored it and now he forgot, still, that is considered Chashav. He did Achshavet to the seed and he'd be Chayav. So, when he's doing something, when he's taking it out, it's all going back to the Das Rishayna to his original intent, and therefore he would be violating Hitzan Shabbos, even this small amount. And if you take one wheat kernel for planting, Rab Meir says you're chayev. So the Gemara says, Pshito, what is our Meir adding? Wait, that was our Mishnah. Kol Shehu Tanan. Our Mishnah said, Kol Shehu. So comes the Gemara, when we said Kol Shehu, any amount, it didn't mean any amount. It meant, it meant, you don't need to be as big as a 
a fig, but even a little smaller. Okay, even a kazayas, uh, the size of an olive. So Kamash Milan comes, Shmuel, and tells us that even the smallest amount, that's what the Mishnah means, as long as even one chita, that would be considered Haitza uh, and Shabbos. Maskif la Rabbi Yitzchak Breda comes Rabbi Yitzchak Breda and he asked the following question. So Abaya had told us, and this is really the theme of our Mishnah, is that we give chashivas. If a person gives chashivas to something, and he takes it out on Shabbos, so even though it's more than the shear, one is chayev. So maskif l'arav yitzchak b'edav yehuda. Elamiyata. So we care about. It's very subjective here. We care about the person's intent. So hold on. I'll ask you a question the other way. Chishev l'haytzikol beisoy. Let's say for someone personally taking out any small amount, that's not considered haytzah. Nah. If I take out my entire house, I get a trailer. I move everything, that's considered Hoytzah. So, so, he's only Chayev Hoytzah on Shabbos if he takes out everything? Because to him, taking out half of his items is not considered Hoytzah. Really? So, he says, no, Hassan, that's crazy. But, there it's but, it's just a crazy case. But, our case, the Mishnayas give you where theoretically a person would take out a seed for planting it. That's considered a normal use. Now, is it the standard use? Is it something that everyone does that we're going to make it the standard shear? No. But if someone does it, we're not surprised. So that's why one is chayv. If he decides to tap into something that we consider deem, you know, normal, that would be considered Haitzah Shabbos. But if someone's doing something that's butla daita, nobody is concerned for that. And nobody would ever say that only Haitzah is when I take out my entire house. There, we do not care about this person's, you know, subjective uh, attitude towards Haitzah. Then the Mishnah said, "V'chol Adam and regular people in Chayav and Ella Kishiurai. Everyone else, only, when they take this one seed out that this person put away, they're only Chayav if they took the full size of our Mishnayis, not Kolshu, because they themselves have no intention of using one seed. So the Gemara says like this: Masnisin like Rav Shimon Lazar, and we had this before that our Mishnah is not like Rav Shimon Lazar. The time went to Nebraisa, Klalim Rav Shimon Lazar, Kolshin in Kashlat Sniyai, anything that's not kosher latzniyah, ve'in matzniyah k'mayu, that people typically do not store it away, it's not something that's stored, v'hukshul azev but however, one person had a use for it. For, for one guy, this thing made sense. He had a stamp collection, okay? So for him, collecting one stamp is considered chashev. So, v'hukshul azev v'etzniyah. Now, someone else comes, goes to his friend's house in Shabbos, his friend has this stamp collection, and he takes it out. So you, even though you don't care about stamps, but since your friend had a stamp collection, and you went and you took a stamp on Shabbos, and you took it outside, you're chayv based on the machshava of this person. So the Gemara is telling us that our Mishnah is not like this opinion, because our Mishnah said that v'chaladam and everyone else, v'sharkaladam, they go by the standard shir. They don't really get into this concept of achshavah, it's only for you, yourself. If you yourself, you know, had the stamp collection, so for you, carrying even one stamp on Shabbos would be considered Hitzah. So now we get into Lamdusha analysis over here. So we have various things that, that theoretically have two different shirums. Let's say you have, uh, you know, a Gregaris Lachila. So you took out a dried fig. And you're going to eat it. So what's the shear for eating? Gregaris, right? Now, and you decided halfway, you know, through town that I want to use this for planting. So maybe that's a different shear. So let's see. Everyone agrees you're chayev. That, that because in the beginning, you had a mind to carry this. And at the end, you have a mind to carry it for different purposes. So you're chayev. So what's the chiddush? 
uh, when I took it out by my Akira, there was a shear, Gregaris, for carrying out food, and go to the, the place where I put it down, the Hanacha, there's also the size of a Gregaris, even though I put it down for a different reason, it still has the same size. So why would I say that I'm putter? So, obviously, you're chayev. So the Gemara says, I would have thought to say, I need to have the Akira and the Hanacha in the same machshava, meaning it has to be the same purpose. When I picked it up, it has to be that I wanted to take this for food. And when I put it down, it has to be that I want to use it now for food. I would have thought you need the same machshava, kamashmon, that no, like on here you don't have the same machshava, kamashmon, that this is not necessary. So boy, Rava. Rava asked the following Shiloh. Someone took out a chatsi gregaris. He took out a half of a size of a fig. Now, although when it comes to Haitzan Shabbos, you have to take out a full size of a fig. But he took out only a Chatsi Gregaris. Lizria for planting. So that would be enough, right? Vatavcha and mid transfer. So he's walking in the middle of the road and in the middle of walking, it gets bigger. Vatavcha and it swells, it gets bigger. Vanimachal Now he decides, you know what? Now I want to eat it because it's so big. And now I have the size of a Gregaris of food. So ma, what's the halacha? So let's see. In the original case of Rav Nachman, where at both the Akira and Anacha, when he picked it up and he put it down, you had the shear of a Gregaris. So the Either way, whether I wanted this for food or I wanted it for seeds, at both points, the Akira picking up and the Anacha putting it down, I had the minimum size for Hitzan Shabbat. In our case, came into since when I picked it up, I didn't have the shear for Achila, and when I put it down, I wanted it for Achila, so I wouldn't be Chayev because. When I picked it up, it wasn't for food purposes, and therefore, I didn't pick up the, a big enough size for food. Now, I'm sorry, Oidoma, or maybe, let's say you would have been quiet. You wouldn't have made any, any problems here. You picked up something, the, the, the size of a, you know, half the size of a Gregaris, but it was done for Zria, done for planting, so that would be Haitzah, and you put it down. So that, that would have been a classic Isra of Haitzah. If you would have been quiet, they wouldn't have changed your mind and caused any problems. You would have been based on your original machshav of Zria, a planting. So too, here too you should be chayv. Meaning, can we say, since the picking up at that point was for Zria and it was the minimum share, and putting down at that point was the big enough share for putting down for Achila, so both places we do have the minimum size, or do I have to get into the mindset of when I Pick, when, I, when I actually put it down, is it the same reasoning of when I picked it up, and do I have the same shear? So we don't have that answer now. Now, if you want to tell me, and if you want to tell me that since if you would have been quiet, you would have stayed uh, without without making problems. And you wouldn't have changed your mind. You would have been chayev based on the plant, based on the machshava for planting, because you picked up something that was big enough to plant, a half of a uh, size of Gregaris, and you put something that size down. It happened to have gotten bigger, so you would have been chayev. So, hashtanam mechayev, so too you should be chayev here. So, what about another case? Let's say we'll, we'll change the case around. You took out the size of a Gregaris. For Achila. So you walk out of your house on Shabbos, you have the size of a fig, and you're going to eat it. It's a, you got the shear, and you're eating it. Fine. Vitzamka, and then halfway through, it shrivels up, and it becomes less than the shear, and Vinimlach Alehel is Ria. And then you change your mind. You know what? 
I don't want to eat this anymore. It's small. I'll plant it. Maho, do we say? Here, if you would have been quiet, if you would have been quiet, when you put something down, when you're putting down your fig, it's less than this year. So you would have been putter. So maybe you should be putter. I don't know. Maybe go by now, right? At this point, I want it to be half. I don't mind that it's half of a fig. I'm going to use it for planting. And it's still considered a hush of a shear. So that's another question. One more question before we get to the teku. And if you want to tell me, we go by now. Right now you have the size. So let me ask you a different question. Someone takes out a fig and he's going to eat it on Shabbos. Okay? And he wants to, he plans on eating it. So he took out a fig, which is the minimum share of, of Haitza when it comes to Achila. And by the time you and you walk out on the street and you still have a mind to eat it, but halfway through, before you put it down, it shrivels up. So now it's less than the shear, and then it goes back. It swells back up, and you got yourself. That's you're walking in between, you know, different temperature zones, and it shrinks up, and it uh, and it comes back. So now, when you put it down, you also have the shear. So what's the question? So let's see. Ha, uh, so, so let's see. Some, let's see the case like Hoytzi Kibergeres Lachila Vitzamkav Achazer Vitavcha Mahu Mahu What's the halacha? Do we say Yesh Dichol in Shabbos? Isn't that some point? Uh, there's Dichoy, meaning at some point while you're walking, there was a moment in time where you were not carrying the shear, so we're going to borrow the concept of Dichoy, we have this by Kutchen, we have this in many places in Shas, the concept of Dichoy that at some point it was puzzle, or that's the Kutchen terminology, or at this point in, in our, in Masech Shabbos at some point I wasn't carrying the size, do we say Dichlin and Shabbos, in Dichlin and Shabbos so the Gemara says Teku, we'll leave it as a Teku. Next Gemara. Boimine Rava Meir of Nachman. Rava asked the following from Rav Nachman. Zara Kezayis Truma Labayis Tame. Let's say you took a Kezayis worth of Truma, so it's the size of an olive, and you chuck it into a bias Tame, into a house that's Tame. Now, the- theoretically, you throw something into a house that's Tame, that food should become Tame. Ma, what's the Lachas? The Gemara says, what are you asking over here? Elanian Shabbos, if we're talking about Hilcha Shabbos, you want to know if someone violated I'm not sure we have to give an example of Truma and Tame. If it's all about Shabbos, are you paying attention here? You need to have the size of a fig to be Mechaev in Shabbos. And you told me he threw a Kezayis. So the question is DOA. If you ask me regarding Tuma, it has to be the share of a Beitza in order to get Tuma of of Tuma's uh, mace. And you only have a Kezayis, which is not the size of an egg, it's much smaller. So the Gemara says, La'olam in Shabbos. Talk about in Shabbos. Talk about, I want to know if you're chayv on Shabbos. So what's the case? We're going to Ikah Pachas Mikabetza Oichalin, Vahayim Hashim Labetza. So you had, let's say, we'll, we'll think, let's say you have a, almost the size of an egg of food sitting in this house. That's, that's, uh, the house is, has a tummy mason there. So the food is almost tummy. It's not big enough. But if I would theoretically add to the pile of food, I'll throw something and it will land on the plate. And it will fulfill it up to the size of a beitza, then the food will become tummy. So imagine you're throwing something, and it finishes up the shear when it lands in the house that's tummy. So what's the question? The question is now that it, it, it this small piece of food is considered chashiv when it lands there, that it fills the it, it, it uh, fulfills the shear of tumma. So maybe for Shabbos also we should consider it chashiv. So that's the Gemara Shaila. So let's see the case. There was less than a kabeza of Eichlin in the house. And this small piece that you throw into it, this finishes up the size of an egg. 
my what's the halacha? Do we say since this creates tzirof l'tumah, so this small piece is considered chashif for Shabbos. I don't know. Call it in Shabbos. We don't know. In order for me to violate Shabbos, I have to throw it, and it has to be the shear of a kezayis. So Amar Lei, so Rav Nachman comes back to Rav and he says, Tinisua, we have a brisa. I'll bring you a proof from the brisa. Abu Shalom, Rabbi Shalom said. If someone carries on Shabbos Shtei Alechem, the two Lechem from Shavuos, the Shtei Alechem, Velechem Aponim, or bread of Alechem Aponim, so this is to take it out of the base of Mikdash, Shi'un Kigrogeris. If you carry it out of the base of Mikdash on Shabbos, you're Chayiv, if you took out the size of a, of a Grogeris of our dried fig, your classic Shir for it's on Shabbos. Now hold on. Vamai, why don't we see the, the opposite? Lema, middle Indian, Yoitse, in order for someone. Who 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 takes something out of the base of Middash. There's a Isra of Haitza to, to take something out of the base of Middash. Because even a small share, even if you took out a Kazayas of the of the Alechem to give, you know bring it home to your wife, you would violate the Isra of taking things out of the base of Middash. So it's a small shear, Kazayas. So why don't we say the same thing? If it's Linian, Yaitzi is the Kazayas, Linian Shabbos not the Kazayas. So the same thing should apply for Hilcha Shabbos, that carrying it should be a Kazayas. So obviously you see from here. That we do not piggyback Shabbos onto other on, other other halachas, and over here the Isser would be lechem the shteh lechem. So too, don't say that since it filled the shear for tumah, one would violate Shabbos by throwing in a piece of food that lands on top of a a food in a house that's tummy. Don't tell me that. So the says, Hachi Ashta, what type of proof is that? Hasa, I'm going to come to the case of the lechem aponim. May the afke chutz lechem Once a person removes it. From from the walls of the Azara, if he made this lechem uh, lechem upon him puzzle with yotzi, it's out of the base of mitdash. But a Shabbos you're not chayiv yet on Shabbos. You have to go to Shasrabim. But you have to go down to the street. You're not there yet. So how come here Shabbos and Tumah? How the Adadi Kaasian? The Shabbos and Tumah are coming at the same time when it lands in the in the plate. That's when it does the Hanukkah. That's when you violate Shabbos, and that is when it combines for Tumah. So maybe there would be different. Okay, so the uh, Gemara leaves it as an Iboye de la We do not answer. We do not resolve this question. The last part of the Mishnah said, If someone who originally was Matzneit, you store it, and then you brought it out, and then you change your mind, Since I changed my mind and I no longer consider this valuable, so then when I bring it back home, I'm only Chayiv for the shear that people would typically uh, carry on Shabbos, the regular classic Halachas of Haitzah. So much of it's so obvious. The whole reason why you have a smaller shear is because you yourself decided to be more Machmer. But, but here you change your mind. So the Gemara says, I'm right the person didn't really change your mind. You didn't, you didn't make an announcement, you know, on Twitter that I changed my mind. All you did was you threw it back into the oitzer, where it came from, seemingly showing that this is not, this is no longer unique. Umakoyma nicker, however, the makoyma is nicker, but the place is still nicker. It's still, it's still discernible which. Which seed you took originally? So let's say you took a seed, and you brought it outside, and then you throw it back into the oitzer. So at that point, you're showing that on one hand, I don't really care about the seed anymore. On the other hand, you put it in a place where you could pick it out from the other seeds. So now the tamo came in the mukami nicker since the place where it is is discernible. So you kind of left your mark on it, and you know which one it is. I would say the milsakamaisika is still the same halacha as its original intent. That you never really changed your mind, didn't announce anything. Kamashla, no, my desarke laitzit. He threw it back to the original place. Batuli batli. You obviously don't want to use it for anything different than the standard use, and it will no longer go under the category of hamatznia. 
Okay, so one more Mishnah. The Mishnah says here, So let's say someone takes out food from his house and you put it on the iskupa. The iskupa was your threshold between your house and the street. So we're going to get into the Gemara. is going to ask, what's the status of this threshold? Now we're getting back to our first parak conversations of Hitzah and Shabbos. So either way, you took food and you put it out on your threshold. Now, whether you now took and you brought it into Rishos Rabim, or someone else took it from the threshold and put it into Rishos Rabim, putter, your putter, why? You didn't carry it straight from Rishos Yachet to Rishos Rabim in one shot. You took a break in between, you put it down on the threshold. So... You are putter. Again, it will still be an iser de but it'll be putter mid raisa. Next case, kupa shehimalaya peris. So we have a box that's full of fruit. And you put it on the eskupa chitzayna, the last step right before the Rosh Hashanah. So imagine someone lives, you know, in a house right next to a big street, and the bottom step of their, of their uh, you know, the walkway leading up to the house, so you put the box there. So avapisha roi peris mechus. Now, you have to assume the box was a little wider than the step, so it's like hanging over, either touching a step in Rosh Hashanah, the stone, or it's actually just, you know, laying right on top of Rosh Hashanah, within three tefachim on the ground. So, technically, it's also considered in Rosh Hashanah. So, let's see. Even though most of the fruit, the contents of the box, are outside, they're in Rosh Hashanah, not on the step. Until you remove the entire box from the step or from Rishos Yachid into Rishos Rabbim. So the Gemara says, What is the status of this threshold? The threshold is Rabbim. So, putter, you're putter by carrying fruit and putting it on top of it? Why? You, put, you took from your house and you put it onto, onto the step. So, you're high. Really, there's Rishos Yachid. So the Gemara says, That also doesn't make any sense because whether you took it out later into Rishos Rabbim, if the threshold is so the mission said later on, later on in the day, you brought it from Rishos Yachet to Rishos Rabbim, your putter. Why? That's classic Rishos Yachet to Rishos Rabbim. Ella, rather, is scupa is considered a caramelist. The threshold has a den of a caramelist, which means it's not ten tefachim high. It's less than ten tefachim high, but it's higher than three tefachim off the ground. So it has a den of a caramelist, and therefore you're not really carrying. Uh, unless you go from a Yachet to Rishos Rabbim directly, but stopping in the Skupa, in the Karmelis, would make one putter. The only reason why your putter is because you rested, you took a break in the Karmelis. If you did not take a break in the Karmelis, you literally walked straight through. So then, Mechaev, you would be Chayev, even even though you passed through a Karmelis on your way from a Yachet to Rishos Rabbim, the mission holds you'd be high. The only reason why you're potter in our case is because you put it down, you did a hanacha. So, Masnis in our mission is the Loki Benazi, not like the famous Benazi, the famous Shita of Benazi, the Tali Lantern of Brahisa, someone who carries from a Chanos, a store. And he's carrying from a store. He's looting the store, right? He's he's carrying his uh, his flat screen TV outside, and he goes through a setav through the uh, Carmelis area where they have the benches. There we spoke about the uh, little plaza in front of the stores, and 
that has a status of a Carmelis. So you, but you carried it from the house, from the store into Rishos Sarabim. Chayiv, one is Chayiv. Ubenazai, Poiter. Ubenazai is your Poiter. Why does Ubenazai say your Poiter? Ubenazai holds every step you take is considered a Hanacha. So therefore, it's as if I put it down in the Carmelis and it's not called one long carrying. And that's where in the first part we got into the famous Rabbi Kivegar's Kasha on Ben Azai. According to Ben Azai, you can never really go Dalit Amos, Bishos Sarabim, and violate. Uh, uh, carrying bidaraisa because because every step is going to be considered uh, carrying on Shabbos. Uh, sorry, every step is going to be considered a hanacha, putting it down. So how could you ever have haitzah of dalat amos from Shosarabim? So we, we brought the famous story, the Rabbi Label Eger, Rabbi Kivager's grandson. He went to Kotsk. And he told his, he wrote a letter to his grandfather, and he said in, in Kotsk, I understand the uh, Ben Azai because when when it comes to a mitzvah. The uh, Rabbi Kiviger was bothered by. There has to be a problem of Hitzah and Shabbos Dalat Amos. Because of that, we don't blow Shoifer on Rosh Hashanah when Rosh Hashanah is Chobah Shabbos. We don't lean uh, Megillas Esther when Purim falls out on Shabbos. And the Gemara uses the terminology Shemayaf Rena Dalat Amos Meshach Rabbim. So came along Rabbi Label Eger, and he said that in Kotsk, they jump for mitzvahs, and a person could theoretically jump down amos, what, six feet, eight feet, chazanish. So if you have a, you know, a, a broad jump, and that, even according to Ben Azvay, that would be considered carrying down amos in Rosh Hashanah. Okay. So our Mishnah is not like Ben Azvay, because our Mishnah assumes in order for one, two, uh, be called carrying from in order for one to be called resting in the Carmelis, you actually have to put it down. Just taking a step would not be enough. So let's see the Gemara. Vaiter Kupa Shehimalea. You have a Kupa that is full of, you have a box that's full of produce. So the Mishnah went into that even if some of it is leaning, is, is theoretically over the Rosh Hashanah still your putter. So the Gemara says, We're only talking about a box that's full of cucumbers and luan is gourds, where there's a very long, uh, you know, vegetables, let's say it was full of mustard seeds, because if you think about it, each seed, each mustard seed is an entity on its own, and that seed, if it's at the end of the box, which is over Rosh Hashanah, so I took it from Rosh Hashanah and put it in Rosh Hashanah. When it comes to the gourd or your watermelon, so you know, as as long as some part of the watermelon is still in Rosh Hashanah, so even though half of it is in Rosh Hashanah, but the watermelon is one entity, and I'm still potter. So that's the opinion of Chizkiah. So Amma, what do we see that Chizkiah's opinion is? Because uh, Amma Kasavar, he holds Eged Kli Loishme Eged, that the Eged, the attachment, like Aguda, a bond. Of a keli is not considered a bond, meaning I would have thought to say that we don't care about the contents. We go about the box. Is the box fully in Rosh Hashanah? Or, or I mean, is it fully in Rosh Hashanah? No, so it's still considered partially in Rosh Hashanah. I don't care about the contents. That this seed, part of the you know the end of the box is here. We don't care. We go about the box. So that is called eged eged kli shme eged. And obviously, if Chizkiah is telling me we care we, that the mustard seeds are different, he must hold eged <coughs> eged kli loy shme eged. Rabbi Yechonamar. Afilu even if it's full of seeds, putter, it would be putter, he must hold that eged kli is called eged, and we go by the box, we don't go by the actual contents. So Amar Abzer says, not so fast. Masnisin, our mission is to like chizkia daika. It's not exactly like chizkia, would like rabbi daika. It's neither, doesn't fit like a glove with each of these opinions, and I'll show you why. Like chizkia, it's not so clear. Why the katani? 
The Mishnah said, kol hakupa. You have to remove the entire kupa, the entire box. Taima sounds like the kol hakupa, the entire box. That's what we're focused on. Hakol haperis, but the entire fruit, potter. Even if you took out the entire fruit, meaning the entire fruit is overhanging, the, is, is in the part of the box that's hanging into Rosh Hashanah, you'd still be potter. eged kli, shmei eged. It must be that we see that Eged Kli is called Eged, and we go about the box. We don't care about the individual fruit. So therefore, the Mishnah is not a cheskia. It doesn't feel like Rabbi either. Why the Katani? Because the Mishnah uses a funny term. It says, Even though most of the fruit, most of the gourd, most of the watermelon is outside. Time of the right pears. Hakal pears. If all the fruit, or all of one specific fruit, like a mustard seed would be outside, it sounds like... Even though they're all in one box, and part of the box is, is on the steps... Chayev, Alma Kasavar, Eged Kli, Loi Shmei Eged. So it comes out, he doesn't hold that Eged Kli Shmei Eged, because if he did hold that, I mean, if the, if the Bryce would have held that, the Bryce would have, the mission would have said that we go by the box, we don't go by the individual fruit, the Elakasha. So. The Mishnah doesn't make any sense. First, it focuses on the fruit, then it focuses on the box. So pick one. Which one are we concerned for? So the Gemara says, well, it depends how you learn it. So each will have their own way of translating the Mishnah, and that feeds into their opinion. So he would say, when the Mishnah says, until you take out the entire box, entire basket, that's when it's full of cucumbers and gourds, watermelons, where... But where these things are so long, they take up the entire box, and therefore, by the time you're taking out the entire fruit, you really took out the entire box. So, but if it was full of seeds, then, since you took out some of the seeds, it's considered as if you took out the entire box, and v'chayi v'yid b'chayi. So Chizkiya goes with his opinion that eged kli is loishme eged. We don't care about the actual box. We care about the fruit. The easier, easiest way to figure out if you took out the entire box, you just look at the fruit. If you took out the seeds, that's enough. If you took out the fruit, most of the fruit, it wouldn't help. But if you took out the entire length of the fruit, so that would be considered haitzah. Why does the Mishnah use the term box? Because that's the easiest way for me to figure out if I took out the length of the watermelon, if I see the entire box as in Rosh Hashanah. But I don't really care about the box. I care about the individual fruit. That is the opinion of Chizkiah. Rabbi Yechanan, who holds Eged Shmi, is considered Eged. Metarat Satameh, he'll tell you how he he reconciles the words of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, Even though most of the fruit is outside. So then, you are Pater. Veloi Roiv Peres Bovad. It's not, it doesn't mean really even most. It means even all the fruit, the entire length of the cucumber is outside. Potter, your potter, until you take out the entire box. So one more. Shaila, Meisveh, they asked the Kasha on Chizkiah. Chizkiah says, Eged Kli, Loi Shmei Eged. Hamaytzi Kupas HaRechlin. Unasana Alas Kupachitzayna. Someone took out the kupas harechlin. We had this in yesterday's daf, which was the uh, the peddler, the roichel. Let's say like So he took out a kupa full of um, you know spices. When the sun kupa he put it on the outermost threshold of which is which is considered rishus Now even though most of the 
contents are outside the inner Rosh Hashanah and Potter, since some of it is, of the box is still in Rosh Hashanah Actually, called Kubot, so you take out the entire box. Seemingly, that's a proof to Rabbi Yechanan that we care about the box, we don't care about the contents, and we are at this point assuming he's talking about a lot of blended spices. So the Gemara says, you're talking about bundles of shredded spices. So it's a Kashan Lechizkia, he says, here it seems like it is Shmeged, we care about the box, we don't care about the contents, here we're talking about Ba'arnase, we're talking about a bundle with the Arnase with a long, there are long stems, like imagine vanilla beans that are very long. You have these long uh, pieces of, of spices, and when it's it's similar to the gourd and the cucumber, where we're not focused on the box, we're focused on the actual fruit. The easiest way to, for you to figure out if the entire length of the fruit has cleared Rishosarab and Rishosiachid is if you look at the box, but Chizkiah could stay with his opinion that I do not care about the box, I care about the contents of the box. The Gemara goes on to ask one more question, we will pause here as this gets into a whole new discussion of Kamle B'Darab Mine. Uh, fascinating sugya, one of the famous Shas sugyas where a person violates two Isurim at one time and he's getting punished, so we say that he only gets punished for the rabbimini, the greater punishment, and not the lesser punishment. So the Gemara goes on to discuss someone who steals something on Shabbos, and the act of stealing and the act of carrying on Shabbos happens simultaneously, and the Gemara uses that to try to figure out, do we go by the Eged Kli Shmei Eged, or Eged Kli is not considered Eged, so Hatzlacha uh, learning this on Shabbos. Blinada will try to get back to this at some point, but uh, if not, have a wonderful Shabbos.